We are now joined by a man who's entering his fourth season in the NFL, coming off a Pro Bowl campaign in 2019, none other than Bucks wide receiver Chris Godwin. Chris, you got Lance Meadow and Charles Davis here on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Greatly appreciate the time tonight. Hope you and yours are safe and healthy. How's everything on your end? Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys for having me. Uh, but yeah, things have, things have been pretty good. Um, you know, I'm just, just trying to stay as active as possible, just trying to you know, maneuver through all this, these uh, interesting times like everybody else. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DH82 underscore Bucks and at Bucks underscore Nation. As always, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Head to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On for $10 off your first order. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead story is wide receiver Chris Godwin joining Lance Meadow and Charles Davis on Sirius XM NFL Radio to discuss the Team Godwin Foundation. Before we get into some football-related topics, want to start with your foundation, Chris, Team Godwin Foundation, the mission of providing at-risk children and animals a second chance through advocacy and financial support. And I know you're running a sweepstakes right now for a chance to win an hour of Call of Duty with yourself. So how did this concept come about, and why are the proceeds so important that will be raised as a result of this? Yeah, uh, so, I mean, this really came about since I was talking with my team, um, just trying to figure out ways that we can uh, continue to try to raise money uh, for the dogs. Um, in, in in this time where, you know, there's not many ways that we can get together and do events or do, like, pop-ups and stuff like that. So, um, you know, a couple of just threw around some ideas. And, you know, I love playing video games, uh, especially Call of Duty. So I figured why not give a couple of fans the opportunity to come play with me and, you know, just enjoy some time kind of kick it. Um, and like you said, it's, it's very important, man, because uh, – you know, like obviously times are very hard on everybody. And so the more that we can get people to kind of help, uh, you know, support these dogs that, that are that are homeless and one looking for homes, you know, whether, like whether that's adopting them or, or foster or fostering them, uh, but or, or just about like financial support. I think there's so many ways that you can kind of help. Um, and, and I think this is just one small way that we can do that. That's fantastic, Chris, and, 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 and love what you're doing and love how you're helping and, and doing that. We've got three Goldens here at this household, so they, they, they kind of rule the roost, as you might imagine. So appreciate all of your <laughs> yeah. efforts on, on, on that and, 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 the, and their behalf and their regard. All right, guys, once again, that was Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Chris Godwin appearing on Sirius XM NFL Radio with Lance Meadow and Charles Davis talking about the current uh, event promotion fundraiser whatever you want to call it going on with his team godwin foundation trying to raise some money during this time where they can't do some of their pop-up events and some of their public events you know chris and mariah if you've been following their foundation from really actually pre-launch uh to the launch and then now here in this summer uh going uh, what they've been doing i mean they're they're notorious for well not notorious but they're well known for showing up to a dog park with their own dogs and their t-shirts and you know some items to give away and just kind of have a conversation with people about some of the dogs that are out there in need. And that's really kind of what their foundation is, is aiming to do is give a voice to those that don't have a voice. And uh, you guys who have listened to the show for a while know, you know, I've made a career out of being a military working dog handler and trainer. I've got two dogs of my own at home. James, I know that you have at least one dog at home. So, I mean, something that's, that's near and dear to our hearts, at least, 
you know, as, as these canine companions uh, seek out new families or, or maybe some of them their first family, honestly, and just trying to come up with a way to, to raise money and to keep that cause going despite the fact that they can't go out and have these public gatherings and public events, which, you know, uh, I, think, I think it's a great thing for Chris to be doing. I think it's an, a creative way uh, to keep their foundation going during this offseason. And I mean, it's an it's incredibly cool opportunity for a fan of the Buccaneers or a fan of dogs or just, you know, someone who's like, hey, this is a life experience that, you know, only is going to come around, you know, once or twice, maybe they might do it again in the future. But how many times do you get to say that you sat down and jumped on the sticks with an all pro caliber NFL wide receiver? Yeah, a really cool promotion, really cool uh, opportunity that the Team Godwin Foundation and, and Chris Godwin are putting together there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've we talked to Chris Godwin on this show about his foundation and, and love and support what they do. He and Mariah, you're putting in a lot of work to take care of these pups. And, and yeah, although I don't have a dog in my home right now this moment, I'm 20, well, 19 days away as people are listening to this, to, to bringing home our puppy. And, you know, I, I had a rescue as a kid, you know, a, a little beagle that was abused by the the child of the home that, that she was in. And the parents said, we can't do this to this dog. We need to find a home that will love her and get her away from our evil demon child. And and so she was kind of my puppy. You know, I'm the one that took care of her and, and showed her that, you know, boys aren't Boys aren't bad. You just had to deal with a mean one. So I love everything about what the Team Godwin Foundation does. And and honestly, if if my son was a Call of Duty player, he would probably try to be all over this. But you know, incredible stuff from from Chris and Mariah and the Team Godwin Foundation. For more information on this, of course, check them out on Twitter at Team Godwin FDN. And uh, yeah, they will they will choose a winner on June 9th and the uh, the link. With all the information is on their Twitter page again at Team Godwin FDN. But before we move on to uh, what else Godwin had to say on Sirius XM NFL Radio, you know we got to talk about some Built Bars because they are delicious and they are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. And you know, we I saw somebody on Twitter talking about they had just tried uh, the coconut pecan pie and, and they were excited to have the peanut butter one. You know I love the peanut butter brownie, 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, three grams of sugar, three grams of net carbs. If you wanna give these a try, all you got to do is head over to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On, and you are going to get $10 off your first order. David and I, over the years, have talked about a lot of different products, read a lot of different advertisements. These guys over at Built Bar are the absolute real deal. You really owe it to yourself to give them a try and do so at a discount. Again, Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order. I've got to ask you football because we're going to get to it at some point we know. And your new quarterback's in town. You already gave him your number, and he's running sessions, and he's got shoulder pads and helmets on, and I'm looking at other guys in shoulder (laughs) pads and helmets. How are you interacting with him now? Because I'm not sure that you're able to actually get there for those sessions during this time when we're all sheltering at home. Yeah, man, um, it, it's a uh, it, it's been really uh, 
I guess it's a bit difficult, like everybody else, trying to communicate during these times. Um, but it's especially difficult when you have a new quarterback. Um, I think the biggest thing that we're trying to do is try to build chemistry uh, by by really just getting a feel for each other, um, kind of just you know, like talking through concepts and stuff like that. But uh, it, it sucks that it's so limited. But the opportunities like that we can get to, like whether it's you know getting on the field or or really just talking through like some concepts, I, I think we gotta like take advantage of that whenever we can. Back here to start your week on the Locked On Bucks podcast, and that, again, was Buccaneers wide receiver Chris Godwin talking that time with Charles Davis on Sirius XM NFL Radio uh, about new quarterback Tom Brady and the challenges that this team are facing having to get to know a new quarterback uh, during COVID, during isolation, quarantine, and all that where you know public gatherings are limited. We did see Tom Brady get together with some of his new teammates recently but obviously you can't get together as an entire offense. You can't get together as much as you would like to uh, during this time period. So Chris, they're talking about some of those struggles and James, um, I, you know, I think those struggles are important and I think those struggles are very real because that this is the type, this is the type of event happening in this country and, and the, the isolation and, and the restrictions on how much they can actually interact with each other are very, uh, are going to be very important moving forward. And really, you know, come up to the NFL draft, we were all kind of saying, okay, you know, everybody kind of, you know, crossing their fingers and, and biding their time because really nothing super substantial had really kind of been sacrificed yet with all the COVID-19 stuff. But now here as we enter, you know, get ready for the summer and, and creep towards the fall, mini camps, you know, are out of place, you know, volunteer off-season training uh, activities are, are, get, are getting pushed or getting scrapped all together. And those are important things, especially for teams with new quarterbacks, like Chris said. But something else that he also talked about that we didn't share in that clip that you guys, if you have an opportunity to listen to that full interview, or if you happen to, you've already heard it, was the fact that the entire Buccaneers offensive coaching staff is retiring for 2020. And really the majority, almost all of the key skill position players, I think Brashad Perryman, obviously Peyton Barber is not coming back. But when you talk about the important factors and the important players and the key roles in the key roles moving forward for the 2020 offense, I think all of your major players are coming back. And then you add a guy like Rob Gronkowski who knows Tom Brady so well. So as Tom is getting used to the offense, at least the players around him have already had a year. The coaching staff has already had a year with the players that are coming in. Uh, again, with the exception of Keyshawn Vaughn, Scotty Miller probably going to move up into a, into a more prominent role. And then Tyler Johnson, of course, having his rookie situation going on. But really, if you look at it, if there is a situation where a team has to face an offseason like this one where they're, so, where they're so limited in contact and they have a new quarterback on top of it, this really is the best way you can execute that situation. Oh, absolutely. You know, having having all those guys return, that's huge. And it's huge for a couple of reasons. Number one, they already understand what they need to do with one another and they can help bring along Tom Brady, you know, with the system and, and how things like that. At the same time, as you mentioned, you have Rob Gronkowski there that already knows Tom Brady's tendencies. He can help bring the position guys up to speed as to what the quarterback likes. So it's, it's the ultimate people helping people situation here where you have you have guys like Godwin and Evans and and Ronald Jones bringing Brady up to speed while also having Rob Gronkowski bring these other guys up to speed and it's it really is you know like you said if if you have to go through an off season like this one where there are restrictions and the coaches aren't available and these players are having to orchestrate these workouts with one another and and you know teach each other these things outside of the facility and away from the practice fields 
you know, this is an ideal situation, you know, out of a bad situation for the Buccaneers, having all of these guys returning. You have one key offensive lineman that you have to bring up to speed. You have the quarterback that you have to bring up to speed. You have a tight end that you have to bring up to speed. Other than that, all these guys know what to expect, what they're doing, what the offense is. And, you know, the more they get together and the more they can communicate with one another, the faster they're going to be on track for you know, the facilities to open and to get onto the practice field and put what they've learned in these little sessions to use as they prepare for the 2020 season. So, uh, David, I know we have a, a couple more clips of Chris Godwin on Sirius XM NFL Radio with Lance Meadow and Charles Davis. Why don't we go ahead and jump over to the next one? You know, Chris, I know the number thing. You know, we joke about it some, but as, a, as an athlete, Right. I mean, let's face it. Most athletes who have played at a certain level, you check their emails and all sorts of stuff. Their numbers in it. Right. It becomes kind of your identity. (laughs) How long was 12 a part of your identity? And it certainly seemed like an extremely mature and and on the surface, easy decision for you to say, hey, (laughs) you can have the number. I'll switch to another one. But in all that being said. Can you can you take us back? Or have you been wearing twelve since Pop Warner? You know that sort of a deal to go ahead and make this one. And and I don't know how many guys you would have stepped aside for for this number, except for maybe a Tom Brady. But anyway, you know, can can you tell people what a number means to an athlete? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it, a number it means a lot, you know. And and if you're fortunate enough to be able to wear the same number for uh, at multiple levels, then you you recognize how how significant that that is and and what that means to players. Um, like you said, it kind of becomes a part of your identity. Uh, for me, myself, I, I've been wearing it since I was 14 years old, so uh, it, it's been 10 years now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> so it, it's pretty it's ingrained, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's something I've definitely grown really fond of, and something that you know that I still kind of identify with. But like you said, I mean, it, at the end of the day, um, you know, a number is a number, and the players make the number. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm excited, you know, to like to wear my new number. It's kind of like a like a an alter ego for me. Uh, and, and if there's anybody like that, I would give it to it. I, I think Tom, you know, one of one of few guys that I would. Yeah, well, but, but, but real quick, sorry, Les, I just got to jump in. So if I showed up and said I wanted 12, I'm not getting it, am I, Chris? I mean, it's got to be Tom Brady, right? <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not being that magnanimous, are you? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we have to we have to talk a little bit more about it. A deeper conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring something to the table, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah. All right. So a fun conversation there, an interaction between Charles Davis and Chris Godwin on the subject of jersey numbers. And I know you know this story kind of came and gone. I think a lot of people probably didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it, but you know Charles Davis is is an athlete himself. You know, played in college football, played in the NFL for a little while as well. And then Chris Godwin, of course, having the success he's had. And that's what they're talking about. You know, Chris has been wearing the number 12 since he was a young teenager. And now to come all the way through those years into college at Penn State University, come away with some of the memories and some of the events, some of the accomplishments that he he got there and celebrated there at Penn State. And then to get drafted into the NFL and get to wear that number again with your NFL team, score your first NFL touchdown, your first game-winning NFL touchdown, uh, wearing that number, come into your second season with some excitement, some hype. You know, your coach is talking about you. You're, you're a third starter on that team there with Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson, and you have a much better season than your rookie season. Increase your catch totals, increase your touchdowns. And then going into your third year, still wearing that number, and now you're, now you're an all-pro, you know, your second-team all-pro. You're a pro bowler, one of the most electric wide receivers in the NFL. 
one of the most hyped uh, wide receivers in the NFL coming into 2020. So giving up that number, you know, as much as Chris Godwin didn't make a big deal of it, didn't go and ask for, you know, a million dollar contribution to his foundation or anything like that. Didn't have Tom Brady send he and Mariah on vacation to Greece, you know, something like that. It still means something, you know what I mean? So I, so I want to, I want to underline kind of that importance because I think what this shows is that for Chris as a human being and as a teammate, and as an athlete, as much as that number really has to mean to him. And I mean, just to point it out, guys, his Twitter handle is still at CG12 underscore. So even right now, he's still got the number 12 in his social media interaction. His, his fiance Mariah has already gone on you know, record saying it's still 12 season. It's still it's about a mentality, not just about the number on the uniform. So they're still repping the number 12 uh, as hard as ever. And I still have the stance. Until his Twitter handle changes, I'm still going to have the stance that once Tom Brady leaves, uh, Chris Godwin's going back to number 12. Prove me wrong. We'll see how that goes down. But uh, I want to say that, you know, as much as important as, as, that, as that is, it shows just how much more important it is for Chris Godwin to ensure that he does everything in his power to help make this team successful because eliminating that drama, eliminating the storyline. Like if Tom Brady doesn't wear 12, it's a much bigger and a longer storyline than Chris Godwin giving up 12. I think he knew that. I think what he did is for the betterment of the team, and it shows just how important team success is to this young receiver. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I maintain that, you know, Chris Godwin didn't give up the number 12. He's simply letting Tom Brady borrow it for a little bit before he takes it back. And, and you know, outside of these two, maybe three years, you know, that it'll go back to being his number. It'll be the number he wears for the rest of his career. And, and, you know, he doesn't, as Mariah, I remember Mariah had, had pointed it out, you know, that the number does mean something, but it, it doesn't, you know, it's not everything. And it's more than just a number for them. And, and it will always have meaning. So it doesn't matter if he's wearing a different number on the field. You know, they they still, you know, have a, a very deep seated, you know, love for the number 12 and, and what it means to them. So, you know, yeah, he'll he'll get it back. But as for Charles Davis, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I don't think Chris Godwin would have been given up that number 12 to Charles Davis uh, short of a million dollar contribution to uh, to his foundation. And and there's probably you can probably count on one hand the number of players that could come in to Tampa Bay and, and ask him for the number 12 and he would willingly you know give it up. And, and Tom Brady just happens to be one of those guys. So, yeah, it's it's simply on loan to the greatest quarterback of all time for the next couple of seasons and then Chris will take it back. Hopefully, you know, they'll they'll have a extension worked out by then and he'll be wearing it as a buccaneer for the next 4, 5, 6 years. Chris, with you put it all together, we're, we're all waiting to see the fireworks show and we remember we saw it last year from you guys. It just didn't translate into the final record. How do you take all that with this fireworks now, Tom Brady? What's the next step for you and your Buccaneers to turn around that 7-9 yeah. and nine and turn it into a playoff and a Super Bowl contending team? Yeah, I, I think, um, I think the, the first key to that is really just hard work. I think uh, on paper, we have a really talented team. Uh, but I think we've seen in the past that uh, you know, having a great team on paper doesn't necessarily translate to wins. Um, so I, I think the work has to come first, and I think we all have to be committed to that process um, and understand that when adversity hits, you know, it, it's adversity. Like, we just got to fight through it together, and like, as long as we're pulling the rope in the same direction, we'll be good. Um, and, you know, and then following that is just, you know, limiting the, the mental errors and the, the plays that kill ourselves. 
And I think once we stop doing that, I think you'll really start to see the shift in, in what will be, you know, the, the, the new Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Chris Godwin joining Sirius XM NFL Radio with Charles Davis and Lance Meadow. And David, this is something that you and I have talked about quite a bit. And I will continue to maintain the fact that I believe that the 2019 Buccaneers were good enough to be in the playoffs. That was a playoff roster with playoff talent. It was the self-inflicted wounds that cost them, you know, not only a shot at the postseason, but a, a record above 500 and the addition of Brady, the addition of Gronk, uh, fortifying the offensive line, maintaining the, that front seven on defense. You know, those were, those were the key moves that needed to be made to really push this roster over the top. I don't see barring injury. Absolutely. There's absolutely no reason this team cannot make the playoffs. There's no reason that they cannot win the division. This team was talented enough last year. They were talented enough, you could argue, two years ago to at least squeak into a wild card position. But right now, they have the talent of a division winner and a playoff team. And once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. We know that. We've seen that time and time again. So I I, I don't think this is the usual kind of hype where it's an NFL player going on a national radio channel and and talking about how he believes that they can make the postseason if you hear a Bengals player get on national radio and say yeah we have the talent to be a a playoff team well that's because that's what he's supposed to say he's not going to come out and say well really excited that we got Joe Burrow but Burrow can't do it by himself we still suck as a roster you know they're they're not going to do that you know in Cincinnati they're not going to do that in Jacksonville they're not going to do that in Miami what Chris is saying is 100% accurate. They are talented enough. They are good enough. It's a matter of not beating yourself and having the right pieces in place, which I absolutely believe that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do in 2020. Almost definitely. I think it boils down to expectation is never going to outweigh execution. And when you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we've heard it for years and years and years now going back to Dirk Cutter. And I always kind of go back to that uh, hard knock season and, and all the excitement and all the you know the fan takeovers and everything and it's great to see fans get excited and I think the excitement was well well worth it it was warranted uh, but at the end of the day the execution on the field didn't match the expectations and you know no matter how many times a coach or a player you know comes up to the podium or is in the locker room or wherever and says we expect this and we expect to do better we expect to make that kick you know we expect our defense to be able to get some turnovers we expect to finish the ball. Uh, with the ball in the in the end zone when we have it on offense. You can expect whatever you want, but at the end of the day, if you're not executing and you're not doing it, none of those expectations mean a thing. And that's what Chris is talking about. And that's why, you know, I, I wrote some of these quotes up for BucksNation.com. We put it up there on the site. It's been up there, I think, for a couple of days now. And that's really the one that I picked out from the entire group. And that's why I also wanted to air it on this episode uh, because, you know, that was towards the end of the interview there that he had with with Charles Davis and, and Mr. Meadow there. Um, and so the entire time leading up, like they're laughing and joking and, you know, they're talking him up and, you know, oh man, how great is it to have a Hall of Famer and Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and what he's going to do for you guys and how awesome you are and, you know, your foundation's doing great things. But then they get to the real meat of the question and it says, hey, you know, how do you put all this together and what can people think? And, and Chris's first answer, first part of that answer is work. You know, they've got it when they can, they've got to get together and do the work. If they can get on a phone call 
and talk about routes and talk about how each other reads the field and, and how they execute this or how they execute that. That's what they've got to do. When they get on the field, they got to put in the work. they got to fine-tune the details. And when they get on the field, they've got to execute and make it happen. Like he said, like Bruce Arian said all last year and has been saying all this offseason, they got to stop beating themselves. As soon as the Bucks stop beating the Bucks, they're going to be a very powerful force to deal with. And I agree with you, James. I think there's a playoff roster. They just haven't executed like a playoff team. And that's what I think Tom Brady's going to help do. But I also think that's what Chris Godwin's going to help do in his fourth year, becoming more of an influential player, not just on the field, but in the locker room, becoming a leader on this team. Mike Evans, of course, always that quiet leader. But believe me, everybody's still following his direction. And then what the other guys bring to the table, the ones both returning and joining the team in 2020. So if if Tom Brady was the Michael Jordan, would you say Godwin is more of the Pippen or the Rodman? Uh, that's That's hard. I think that's 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 hard. I don't know, man. I don't know how to answer that question. Uh, you you caught me on that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna say I don't know. Um, but they've got some good pieces. I think maybe you know like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are the Scottie Pippen because like the wide receiver group is the Scottie Pippen to Tom Brady's Michael Jordan, and I think that the tight end group maybe can be the Dennis Rodman because Rod Gronkowski, OJ Howard out there kind of doing the dirty work, you know what I mean? Like taking the blocks, taking the beat, the beating over the middle, eating up the space so that the other guys can eat and play on the wings. Ah, there you go. There's a, there's a connection. Um, I don't know where Rojo fits in there, but you know, but again, I mean, something that the bulls did, you know, you, you look at obviously this, you know, you don't want to compare this year's bucks team to that bulls team specifically because you know, you're talking greatness versus potential. But when you look at, it, I mean, uh, when you talk about you know the, the history of this team, a 5,000-yard passer, 30-plus touchdowns, 1,000 yards from scrimmage for Ronald Jones, 2,000-yard wide receivers, there's absolutely no reason that team should not be in the playoffs. The defense coming on as strong as they did in the second half of the season. Yes, I know there were struggles in the beginning of the season. I got that. But no matter what, that roster at the end of the day, when they left the field in 2019, even with that loss against the Atlanta Falcons, a playoff team, a playoff caliber team was walking off the field, and I think they've only gotten stronger this offseason. But again, all that strength is going to do nothing if they don't get a grip on what they're doing. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us. It was a Chris Godwin-filled episode. And in fact, if you head over to BucksNation.com, it's going to be a Chris Godwin-filled day there as well. There's an article from David popping up about Chris Godwin. And then we have another one popping up from our own Ben Hall. He's got something on Godwin going up today. So it's it's Chris Godwin day, guys. That's the way we're going to kick off the month of June here at Bucks Nation and on the Locked on Bucks podcast. Send us your voicemails to 813-444-5841. Follow along on Twitter at Locked on Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DH82 underscore Bucks and at Bucks underscore nation. Don't forget to give Team Godwin a follow at Team Godwin FDN. Now that you've completed this episode of the Locked on Bucks podcast, head over to your favorite podcast catcher of choice and check out Locked on NFL. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.